your shot. Hey, come on now, shoot your shot. Hey, come on, to shoot your shot. Hey, come on now, shoot your shot. Shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot your shot. Hello and welcome to the Shoot Your Shot podcast. My name is Espandi Arberhini here with my co-host Bradshaw Furlong and a guest. A guest. A returning guest. A returning guest. A Philadelphia 76ers fan. Huge day. Huge day. (laughs) I've got the Sixers gear on already. Uh, I see it. I see the bell. I see the... Wait, okay. By the way, merch-wise, right? Do you think the Sixers have some of the best merch in the NBA? Because I Mm. like Sixers merch. It's got to be up there. The Raptors are the best, in my opinion. Not the best best. Yeah, no, they're the best. Oh, Why? Because of the OVO collab stuff. Even just like everything they do is just, it all looks nice to. I don't Dude, know. What it is. I don't understand this. Uh, so a Bucks guy who's supposed to hate the the rap. Oh, the not, why the am I supposed to? The raps are the best. This because I'm unbiased. <laughs> I can put my bias aside when something oh, looks good. Geez. See, uh, other uh, than uh, Boston, uh, we have the top three teams in the NBA uh, in the East at least right now in this room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're tied. Well, sorry, they're tied. Yeah. Well, no, they're actually behind us. We're, oh, true. No, yes. Philly's tied for fifth right now, but yeah. I think they're uh, they haven't played. Has everyone played the same amount of games? About no. the same amount of games. Uh, the Bucks have played sixteen. Bucks really? Thirteen and three. Well, you guys, you guys are out, sorry, just thirteen yeah. and three, top of the East. Yeah. Everybody else is what eleven and eleven and five four? or eleven, 11 and four. Yeah, eleven. Yeah. And you guys are eleven and five. Right? Yeah. I think eleven and five. Yeah. yeah. Either way, in case you guys didn't know, Nolan Kangas is in, is in the building. <laughs> um, diehard Sixers fan. Tonight is the big night for a lot of Sixers fans because they get that revenge game: Raptors versus the Seventy Sixers. It's going to be at home where. Last time, you know, the big shot. Everybody remembers it. Just staring at him. I I know, I know. (laughs) In all seriousness, though, how much of a revenge game do you think it's going to be for Sixers fans? Do you think they even care? Do you think they care? Come on, Philly fans. Philly fans care about everything. Philly fans. Who who was the Bucks player they booed? It wasn't Brogdon. Oh, was it Brogdon? Why would they boo Brogdon? They they booed booed Brogdon. Brogdon Brogdon won Rookie of the Year over Saric. Oh my God. Yeah, they're they're petty like that. They'll they'll take anything. And I'm sure they boo Mitchell. Right? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Oh, of course. He gets, he gets maybe the worst. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, how, it, how how big of a revenge game? is Huge. It? And I was thinking about this when it was last year because that game was on a Sunday, right? When uh, obviously yes, Kawhi hits a shot, so the Monday I have to come in and face yeah, all everybody. these Raptors fans. And I, I remember um, obviously a friend of the show Stefan comes up and gives me a hug and he goes, "Man, I feel bad for you" because <laughs> he knew I was going to get torn apart. But it, it is a huge revenge game. I think Joe, you know, obviously. Uh, Embiid, we remember all the images of him crying and just, yeah. you know, Marcus all consoling him. Like, yeah. he just couldn't mm-hmm. handle oh, yeah. that defeat, and he'll want to go off uh, today. I, I'd like to see Josh Richardson, because he obviously wasn't didn't play in that yeah. series, and, you know, right. so how he reacts Al Horford, too. But, uh, you know, I think Raptors fans are going to be amped up and, uh, you know, oh, yeah. throwing some uh, crying emojis and stuff like that at Joe. But Over, under, how many times the Raptors show that shot during the game? Oh, Wow. Ooh, you gotta I'm going to say three. I was going to say, least, say three, too, actually. I was going to say at least three, yeah. Because I think at least maybe once or twice begin- during the, the be- quarters. At the beginning of the game? Maybe. Half yeah. time. For sure. Half yeah. time for sure. And maybe once in like a, a, t- a TV timeout. TV timeout. It might be too excessive. If they if they like go five or six times, like what's the point? <laughs> After just to keep rubbing it in? I, th- I think if if they're, if the Raptors game ops is elite, they will show Embiid crying once. Just once. Might, I think they I might, might do it for the intro. Like you could see that happening in the intro. Ooh, that's like because that's like bu- like Bucks level game. I remember when the uh, Raptors played the Bucks in two years ago, two or three years ago. Yeah, and when they did the uh, introduction for the Raptors, they did the Barney theme song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. I, like, I want to see teams start doing that. I, I need, I need that. That's trolling on another level, though. Yeah, 
that's I think great. that that I suits this. This this is kind of a rivalry brewing between the Sixers and the Raptors because of what happened like even 20 years ago sure. with Vince and the shot and then like we we make it back with Kawhi and the shot now and it just seems like there's this relationship between Philly and Toronto. I mean, you hate to hear it with Kyle Lowry, right? You you hate to hear oh, North, yeah, North Philly's finest or West Philly's finest or whatever, North right? Philly, North, North Philly. Philly. Yeah, North Philly. Um, the, the, the overall theme of this whole series, or just the Raptors versus Sixers in general, is the Sixers needed this, at least in my opinion. Like, they needed to lose in a heartbreaking yep. fashion mm-hmm. in order to have that take that corner. The Sixers, they have had an okay season to start off, I guess, at least in my expectations. And Bradshaw, we talked about it last week. Um we thought they could have had a better start, yeah. right? Yeah, well, I think the, well they got started off and they were undefeated. Right, they were five and zero, and yeah. they go on that Western Conference road trip, and then two games without Joe, and there were struggles from Harris, and now they've turned it back on. Four straight wins against crap teams. We know that the Miami one was impressive. That was impressive. And, yeah, you know Ben didn't shoot that much. Slap I know we'll probably talk him. about that later on. Yeah, lockdown Jimmy Butler, like he unbelievable performance by Ben defensively, but I think they're kind of getting that groove back a little bit. But yeah, there was games the Orlando one we talk about. Was I think awful. this is this is the like turning the corner type of game sure. for them. Like let's say, um, you know they they kind of feel okay about themselves. They're still trying to adjust to the new players like Richardson and Horford. Mm-hmm. And then this game, where all of those emotions come back for Embiid, all of those emotions maybe come back for Simmons, this could be that one that kind of turns the corner for their entire season, and then you see them win, like, maybe 10 in a row, right? Yeah. Can we see that happen? Like, do you think they'll come out with that type of energy? I, I, could, I, could, pro- I could probably see it. They're definitely going to come up with a lot of a lot of energy tonight, Even, like, especially with, with the game being in Toronto. I think that's going to be one of the biggest factors for like why they're going to come out so hot. If it was if the first game was in Philly, I think it would have been like a little bit like okay, sure, but that's where this is where the shot happened, right? Yeah. And like they're going to remember exactly where they were, pretty much every time they're down in that air, end of the floor, right? So I think they're going to come in with a lot of emotion. I, I, they, they, I mean, they're already starting to turn. Like you said, they're already starting to turn mm-hmm. around a little bit, and yeah, I think this could be a really like a big emotional turning point. Let's talk about Simmons. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the discussion of the of listen between you two especially and, and just all, all, all three of us in general you need ozib because ozib is a is a huge advocate he's, for hate simmons he's yeah. he's, he's worse he's worse than i am well, like, he, he, he hates but, him more than i do. yeah he'll, he'll take anybody over simmons <laughs> that's true like, I, you at least know that i think simmons has potential i just think i just get frustrated he because he hasn't reached a, it he literally thinks he's a bum and, and just to put you know ozib <laughs> on a roast here, you know, related to football a little bit, he says he doesn't like Russell Wilson, who put, potentially could win the MVP, because yeah. he's too nice. What? So where, where, so like, where does no the sense. hate come? No I'm like, yeah, he'll just donate millions of dollars to Children's Hospital. But yeah, he might be a he's bit too nice. Too nice. nice. Like, too nice. <laughs> see, so Ozzy's takes can sometimes be a little bit wild. Bradshaw, you know, sometimes he'll come at me right away and go, hey, Ben was bad. Yeah. It's like, Dude, come on. Give me a break. My issue with Ben is not shot selection. It's the fact that he, he doesn't. doesn't select any shots <laughs> he like he like he'll last night or the the night before when they beat miami they yep. slapped them right but he only went two of six like mm-hmm. it, it, it might not be necessary for him to shoot 10 shots a game but it seems like that's kind of what you want from a guy that you pay 26 million dollars and i, I think we what's had the, this discussion a little bit sorry what's his career high in shot attempts? we said we looked at 18 yeah. 18 I was pretty it, good is, or was it 18 i think we looked it up there was one where he had no, more one, than 18, it was right? an, It was an outlier. It was against Utah, and he went oh. off, probably because Mitchell would have been hilarious. <laughs> and I think he uh, shot 25 times and finished with like a 28-point triple level in, oh, nice. in a win. So, But again, that's rarity, right? 25, yeah. and majority is like the high. You see 18, 17, 16, mm. stuff like that. So, that's more than I thought. It, for him, it's 
you know, odd watching because this is probably my favorite player on Philadelphia just because, I, I don't know, for many reasons, I like guys who can dish it out quite a bit. And he's the fifth leading scorer on this team. It's a stacked, you know, offensive and defensive team. But it's a you're stacked right. Offensive team? Well, I think. Well, you I don't know, think so. You don't think it's stacked offensively? No. I think you guys are lacking in a lot of key areas when it comes to offense Sh- shooting. You got what? 23, 19, 16, 16, and uh, thirteen right now for, for what? Your starting five. Okay. That's your averages. Yeah, but that's better than NBA, anybody in the NBA. If I if I'm correct. Where are you getting your shooting from? So you're just talking in about that three lineup, point shooting in that lineup. So. Because Cork Miles is, yeah. Okay. Firkin, <laughs> baby. Firk is doing um, it right now, but can he do it for 82? Nolan, Nolan has Firk and Cork Maz. I have uh, Dante DiVincenzo. We just like found these guys on our team. Like, finally, they're doing something. Thank God. And we're just so is happy. Is DiVincenzo finally actually like breaking out a little bit? Because he oh, he, was, yeah, DiVincenzo? He's been he, great so far. He skyrocketed up the draft boards after that. Turn. Well, big, the way big. Bradshaw talks about him, you'd think he's Luka Doncic. But that's, a, that's another story. You saw, you saw my tweet. <laughs> yeah. I did the math. He's the best player in the NBA. I did the math. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so let's get back to the three-point shooting. Tobias Harris was bad early on. It yes. was hard to watch. It was like yeah. great. We, we you know, we paid this guy and he's, you know, looked awful. I think his last if I'm uh correct, maybe it's the last 6 games. I think it's 21 points per game shooting 60% from the field, 40% from beyond and he's turned it over I think only like four times. Milwaukee Bucks draft season. Tobias Harris. Yes, true. Season-wise he's shooting 50% from the field, yep. but he's also shooting 29% from 3. And that's what I mean. So I yeah. think the last couple games he's actually turned on shooting 40%, which was what, you know, Philadelphia initially traded. And that'll uh, happen cuz you're so shooting. He'll yeah. get into it. Josh Richardson is shooting a little bit better than I thought, mm-hmm. especially in that Miami game. He was incredible in uh, kind of that revenge game too. The three-point shooting is definitely a concern. I think everybody knows that. And this is kind of an older-style team, right? They're going to beat you up down in the paint. They're the best rebounding team in basketball. And they can dish it out, too, right? I believe they lead the league in um, assists per game. Or, you know, this is a turnover ratio, for that matter, which is crazy because this team turns it over that much as well. They foul a lot. But that's all, that's mm-hmm. by design. They it, do that it, on purpose because they know the refs yeah. aren't going to call everything. And so that's why it, it, there is the issues here and there. And I think that's going to happen to most teams. Where I think you look at the Utah game, Utah was shooting lights out. It's like, yeah. hey, one of those times a team is just going to be unbelievable from behind the arc. Same with you know Philly, they're going to have those struggles. You want to see guys like Mike Scott off the bench, who uh, he had a really good game against. Maybe it was New York, which is you know embarrassing to say. But but uh, you know he was actually really good off the bench. I think he had twelve, and he only shot six times, and it was just just ripping threes. I uh, just I wonder how that can go for above, an eighty-two above season. Above and beyond, yeah. right? And that's the thing. I think everyone wants to know, right? Because we already know right now. Ben Simmons, we we're talking about it. He's shooting per average, I think, a game, what, like nine shots? Which yeah, I hate to that's see. At good, least yeah. take 12, 13 and drive yeah. a little, you know, once or twice. And B, surprisingly, has been their best three-point shooter, shooting 35%. Mm. Yeah. You know, for you know guys who are taking quite a few He attempts. also attempts the third most in the in the team. Because yeah. it's Horford yeah. and Harris that shoot the most. And then Embiid's the, the third guy. Do you want that? Like, do you want your perimeter, like, pretty much your post guy, your, your go-to guy when it comes to in the paint, right? Yeah. Standing out there, getting well, those three points. By design, shot. they kind of have to. Well, the, the clip he's shooting right now, sure, I'd be fine with it. If it starts getting really bad, and there's been times where we see, yeah. hey, be shooting 28% from three, and he keeps taking that yeah. consistently. Mm-hmm. For me, when it's the guy slack off him, and he, he pumps, because you, you know the move's coming every single time where he'll pump, and for some reason, these defenders jump in the air. Valentunas, that was like the Valentunas move. And so he'll pump, and then if they don't bite on it, and he'll pull it, and you know, usually there's a good chance, especially when you have good rebounders. I don't mind it. It's when it's that crunch time. So they're going to have to go for the first three quarters, beat the team up, Mm. play stellar defense, and just out-rebound the crap out of them, and, you know, 
that's going to be the thing. When it's that fourth, and if that team's hanging on, and, and I think we could see something like that tonight, someone's going to have to hit the yeah. huge shots. That's what, that's what happens in the playoffs. That's, that was my exactly. concern preseason was the play, it was just basically playoff time. They're gonna, I, I thought they were going to just dominate in the regular season because mm-hmm. they're just going to beat every team up and play them really well defensively, and they have been for the most part. But it's playoff time when the possessions start getting a little tougher and the games are always really close. When you go up against the Raptors or the Bucks or the Celtics, the way they've played in the playoffs, who are you going to get in crunch time to take those to take those shots? Last year in the playoffs, obviously, it was Jimmy. Yep. He even turned into the primary ball handler at times because they took the ball out of Simmons' hands. And Simmons was in that dunker position. Yeah. 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 I, I still think in this position it's going to be uh, Embiid because I think he's so hard to guard in the, in the paint, obviously. And he draws so many fouls, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the only thing they decide on. Hey, let's you know script a play, and he's become a much better passer. You know, early on he was so turnover prone, yeah. where he'd make the poor decision or just try to dribble out, and uh, here comes the double team, and he doesn't know where to go. Mm-hmm. He's become a smarter player, so when that double team does come in, he's able to kick it out. So if it's you know Al or Tobias taking a wide open three, I'm fine with that. But every single time I would get the ball in the paint, and that's what they they do consistently. And when you look on Philly Twitter, so many people used to rip on Brett Brown because it'd be like, oh, what's our game-winning play? And it would be, oh, get J.J. Reddick coming off a screen to shoot a three, contested, everyone knows that's the play call. Where realistically, it should be, let Joe work, see who the defender is, oh, here comes the double team, kick off, and then you have your other play. So there's been a few times in the Portland game, you know, uh, Simons hits a huge triple there. I thought the game was, you know, that was it. And I think, you know, everyone, even though, you know, Embiid wasn't playing in that game, who's going to take the shot? Oh, is it going to be Harris? Is it going to be, you know, Ben attempting to drive and, and tie up the game? No, it's going to be somebody randomly who no one expects to go in a corner. So if it, that's Furkin, if it's Mike Scott, James Ennis, who's been <laughs> odd, you know, he's got his games here and there, but he's actually been okay from yeah. behind. And, uh, you know, I've trusted him a little bit. It's going to be that fourth quarter crunch time. I'm still fine giving it to Embiid. In this matchup particularly, yeah. just between Raps and Sixers, I think – this is going to be such a fun defensive showdown It'll be nice. between mm-hmm. two teams. Like, I doubt, I really doubt both of these teams will score over 100 points. If oh, they no, do, they will. Yeah, both, they will. They will. no, if they do, that means both of their defenses failed. I, genuinely, I, I, because I think they both have the capability of stopping each other. Like, matchup wise, it's ridiculous. Siakam can guard Simmons or mm-hmm. even Tobias, right? OG can guard Simmons. You have pretty much everybody who can switch, and then you have Mark and Embiid who pretty much cancel each other out in the paint because. Gasol knows how to guard Embiid and vice versa. So I, I think genuinely you're going to have like a 95-94 type game. I'm just My whole thing is it's the NBA in 2019. Every team is basically... You saw no, the no, Clippers no. the other no, night no, no. If against... If you're a competent offensive team, you're scoring 100 points. If you're Unless you're the Magic. Like you're scoring over 100 points. Well, you, you think about Game 7 last year, it was 92-90, right? Yeah, and, and, yeah there were some bad shots and the they were missing quite a bit. And but you played each other for six games. This is going to be almost like a playoff atmosphere in this game. Yeah. I disagree with you on that, though, because I've seen like four or five games, even Clippers games, who are really, really good offensively mm-hmm. and defensively, and they've ended up like 96-92. I'm almost positive every team this year is over 100 points per game. Probably. Yeah, on, on average, yeah. yeah. But then there's the odd ones where yeah, both teams odd, are so good. The odd ones. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but no, They're but both they, so good defensively. Fail, though. You can't say they failed defensively because they allowed 100 points. I think so. That's just what the NBA is. I, it, Everyone is over 100, by the way. New yeah, York, no, Orlando, it, without loves. a doubt. I think... Per on average, yeah. yeah. But when it comes to two great defensive mm-hmm. teams facing off against against each other, mm-hmm. there's no doubt in my mind that there's the potential guess, oh yeah, oh, of no, having yeah, a potential. 95, oh, 94 no, no, no. type I agree game. That's the potential for sure. I just don't think you could say it's a failure of a defensive game if you allow over 100 points in today's NBA. Fair. That's that's my whole thing. Is it just like it because of how many how good? Teams Fine. Are failure might have been a little bit of a reach, yeah. but like 
for both of these teams, yeah. you know, defense. Is, oh yeah. Defense if is someone puts a one twenty, that yeah, then that's yeah. head coach is screaming. Yeah, 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 exactly. If you're getting a Wizards Rockets game, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where exactly. It's like one fifty each. You're like, okay, what the hell happened here? Um, in terms of matchups, I think we're gonna go OG Simmons. Tobias, maybe Siakam, so he could kind of switch. I I know, I know, but like, who are you going to have Siakam on? Like, Simmons, maybe Simmons? Who's going to cover Al? Yeah, it's tough. With a Baca Baca out, that's tough. Yeah. Because that that was my one thing was you were talking about all the matchups. Who's who's Fred Garden? Right. Who's Van Vliet guarding? Yeah. And if it's it's Van Vliet, Van Vliet's got to be on Richardson. It's going to be on Richardson. And if you remember, Fred sucked against the Sixers. Yeah. He he was garbage against the Sixers. And he's he's in that. Sure found his rhythm against the Bucks. Yeah. You think about that Golden State series, and he actually turned it on a little bit offensively and defensively. Oh, yeah. Steph was calling for switches. (laughs) But, man, still, Richardson's a good, you know, healthy 6'7. What's Fred? 6'1? 6'2 max. Like, yeah. It's already a mismatch all over the court. That, like yeah. that's why it's pretty wild how long and, and you know tall this team is. That's not why even it's gonna be interesting. Not even matches. to mention the rebounding difference is crazy. Mm. Rebound percentage. You guys are number one in the league. I'd be shocked if Philly doesn't out rebound them. Uh, I think. Oh, it, it, I think it's bound it, to happen. It, it, stunned. Uh, and then the Raptors stunned. are bottom half of the league when it comes to both rebounding. Yep. So I mean, I, I just they're both kind of slower teams as well. Though the Raptors don't play with a ton of pace. They're yeah. like middle of the pack. So, but uh, they're very good in fast break points. Yeah. They they both do very very well when they're on Transition, the fast break. Yeah. Um, in general, what do you guys think about tonight's game? Is it a uh, Eastern Conference Finals preview? I know you can't say that, but uh, it's not even the biggest game of the night. No Who's the what's the biggest what? game of the night? Best, for you? Sorry, best game of the night. What? What's the best game? Bucks Jazz. Bucks Jazz. Got the best team in the East against one of the against the guy with the team with the same record. No, I, I I still think more people are gonna tune in. <laughs> oh no, 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 yeah, 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 no. But I mean, in terms of like actual basketball, I, I keep teasing him about this because I yeah. think he he predicted Bucks Jazz final. I'm like, I guarantee you, a total of three hundred thousand people 100%. will watch the Bucks Jazz and final. Yeah, and be with all from Wisconsin and Utah, <laughs> yeah. and then me. Um, game wise, I, I I think it is actually a potential rematch. I mean, not a, a rematch. Sorry, like a preview of the East Coast final. Finals. And. I know it's wild to say. Obviously, Milwaukee's going to be, you know, extremely talented. Yeah. I just Toronto looks like uh, unreal. They, they lose do. their best player, and you still have, you know, Abaka and Lowry hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the depth, who we not many anticipated to be this good. Terrence Davis has stepped up to another level, and Rondé Hollis Jefferson's kind of had another uh, another gear here. Yeah. Um, it, it might be, and that, that's me being biased as well. Yeah. That, that's me assuming that Philly gets a you know a one or a two and um, can blow uh, past some teams. I think we all know it's those three teams. I think Boston slows down. Really? So I, 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 I have. Too. F- I, I, I agreed. With, I think I agreed with that last week. I, I mean, we, I we could kind of touch on this a little bit. Why do you guys think Boston is going to slow down? They've had such an easy schedule. They have had a very, easy, a very schedule. easy schedule. Kemba and hasn't played well. No, no, he hasn't. But I, I think I think the steps that Tatum and Brown have taken are real. Mm-hmm. I think they're both they've both turned a corner, both offensively and defensively, respectively. Marcus Smart's playing center for them. Marcus Smart's been incredible. Oh my God, Marcus yeah. Smart is so good. He, he might win Defense Player of the Year. He's been, uh, you know, actually shout out Jonathan Isaac's like been hey, incredible. Yeah, too. I was on Jonathan yeah. Isaac uh, uh, preseason. He was on my two so, guys for most. Improved. I think the thing with Boston is, you know, we're talking about these guys taking leaps, still very inefficient. And mm-hmm. you talk, Kemba shooting what forty percent. Tatum, I think for a while was shooting thirty eight. Something like that. So no, but I mean, still de- defensively, defensively they turned it, was, it on. For him, it was defensively. He's taking a step defensively. He's turned to a very good, like a solid yeah. defender. Something not, not not a lot of people thought he was going to be. You can't. Wait, actually, we can't say anything about tonight's game. So, who do you think is going to win? Raps Sixers. Raptors because they're at home. Bye. Bye. How many? Like two or three. It's going to be close. Close game. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay. I think. <laughs> I think Philly's gonna blow them out. Actually, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I okay. The, the only reason I gave was they were at home, and he still thinks I hate the Sixers. 
no, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't even give a huge facial reaction. Oh, yeah, I, 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 no. The, the reason I think it's a blowout, I think like Joel's going to just be so mad throughout the entire maybe. game, and I guess maybe this will fuel Simmons a little bit more don't too. Seem like a team that would ever get blown out. That just seems like those are the, that's yeah. the kind of kind of team they are, where they don't want they don't get blown the, out. It'll probably like the way I'm seeing it is that Philly's going to come out just going off, right? First and second quarter quarter is going to be all Philly. Third quarter, Raptors are going to make a little bit of a comeback, and then the fourth quarter will be close. But I think Philly pulls it out. Big question: Will Simmons take a three in this game? No, 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 not no. Not <laughs> he's, had, he's shot <laughs> one and he's made one the entire. He shot against New York. That's what I'm saying. Some the confidence, team, you know, that would be unreal if he actually took one. I, I think. It, it, it's kind of odd for Philly and tough. You're coming off another emotional game where mm-hmm. oh Jimmy makes his return. Miami, who everyone's kind of high on it, and you know Miami fans are the absolute worst. Sorry to say it, but because there's no Miami fans. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> <They're not> <laughs> so I think coming off of that, if they can keep that, you know, sorry cliche momentum going, yeah, awesome. But I think you know that's such a high where it's like oh yeah, you know we absolutely shut down Jimmy, blah blah blah. Right. And coming to a game like this, go, oh, well, this is where our season ended last year. Let's see how we can do. If they can keep it going, awesome. If they, if that was a closer game against Miami, and maybe even like Miami wins that game, I think there's no way right. Philly wins this game. I think it's close. Blowout it would be, you know, that would shocking. surprise the hell out of me for either side. I mean, mm. not a blowout necessarily. I just think Philly's going to come out really, really strong. What, like 12 plus? Yeah, maybe like. I think maybe it could be like a 15 point game at half, and then Toronto cuts it down to maybe seven or eight. It keeps it kind of. You know, close during the fourth, but I think Philly Philly pulls it out. Philly's going to be we'll too see. pissed off. I feel like a lot of people don't take that into consideration when it comes to just regular season games in general. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's it's a fly, but for these players, when they're actually yeah. in the game, the emotion yeah. of it, they're going to realize that holy shit, the last time we were yeah. here was when Kawhi hit yeah, that's that what shot. Saying, yeah, right? like every time they're down, they come down the floor. Yeah. Like Joel probably like will think about it a little bit too. He'll be like, oh look, like this is where the shot went over and whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Simmons will be like, oh, I was standing right here. Like they'll exactly. just feel a little bit, like, especially yeah. in pregame warmups, they'll feel that right away. I also feel like. Um, I mean, we could probably go back in history and and look at different teams and how different games have affected their seasons. But what I was mentioning earlier about that turnaround game, for Philly, this could be a turnaround game. Like, hey, we just beat this team that's been playing pretty damn good, Mm -hmm. uh, like their ass off throughout the first half of the season or first, I don't know, eighth of the season. Let's see if we can beat them and turn the corner and have a 60-win type season. Yeah. Same thing for the Raptors. If they beat this team, they're like, hey, we just beat a contender in everybody's eyes. Let's see if we can turn the corner. Because mm-hmm. this this just seems like one of those games where like it could switch the feel of a season for either one of these teams. It's just a little unf- – at least – It's it early? Li- no, 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 no. I, I, I was, I was, I was actually – I just had a thought. It was just um, – it was like the NBA is one of the only leagues where like – aside from the NFL where you can have this long season – but there's still big games. Yeah. Like the NHL, you don't, there's no real game you get up for where you're like, oh, this is like Avalanche and Preds, big night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No one cares. MLB, it's such a long season, no one cares unless it's like Yankees, Red Sox, but they do that like a hundred times during the season. The games take like six hours. Who yeah. cares? You got Sixers, Raptors, like you get excited for that. You get like Clippers, Lakers, you get excited for that. What I was going to say was it's just a little unfortunate that there's no Ibaka and Lowry. That's all. You yeah. can't get the, the full strength team against the full strength team. That's, that's very true, too. Hopefully, we will get them for their rematch in Philly mm-hmm. on December 7th. Well, they play, yeah. they play again in Toronto, don't they? No. So no. it's it's this oh, and I then forgot. right back yeah, yeah, yeah. right back to Philly in December. And that's why I'm looking at the schedule. This would be a huge win for Philadelphia because, you know, their next stretch, you have Sacramento crap, New York crap, Indiana hit or miss, Utah yeah, in Philly. Okay. They're okay. They turned it around. <laughs> oh my god! Man. I know. Are you, <laughs> are you a believer? Are you a believer in Luke Walton? I had them as my coach of the year. 
Only because I thought they were going to make the playoffs. As yeah, a seed. yeah, sucks. I know, I know. Well, he's, we'll, a, he's, a, he's a fine coach. They should have kept. Um, we were talking about it yesterday. We, uh, we don't think Jaeger. Luke Jaeger. Walton. Kept we don't think Luke Walton can get the one hundred percent worst coach in the no. NBA yet. No, well, Jim Who did Boylan we say? Jim Boylan. Jim Boylan. Yeah, Jim Boylan. Yeah, uh, uh, did you see the, the celebration in Chicago? Yeah. Obviously, Levine hits that shot, and I'm pretty sure like, Sadoransky. Uh, Sadoransky and uh, Archidiakono were literally just like, "Get the hell out of here, yeah. man!" And like pushing him off. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, "Okay." Yeah. Like, what that guy? Like, Boy- well, you know, you, Boylan you, went to celebrate with them, yeah. and then they're like, "No, we don't want to celebrate." Well, you know, Get out of you know why Levine went off like that. That. Yeah, Levine oh, went yeah. Off like that because he got benched. Yeah, because he hates his coach. Yeah, good lord. Dude. I don't know how uh, is it. Is it still uh, Paxson, the GM, or did, oh, did they get rid of him? Oh, well, yeah, I think it might be. If it's him, how does he not realize how bad how and dysfunctional? How does he have a job? Uh, Nolan, no, thank not. you very much. Gar Foreman is the. Oh, GM. Gar, yeah, sorry, Gar Foreman. Oh, he, is, he yeah, got yeah, he yeah. switched up. Okay, there you go. Nolan, thank you very much for joining us. Have a good one. It'll oh, be a fun one oh, tonight. Fast. Jesus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he just wants to get me out, <laughs> hey, out of the studio. Hey, he, he has a bus or a train to Hamilton to catch, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Hammer. Huge oh, that was, commute. That was, a tough, that was a tough Sunday for him then. All right, welcome back, everybody. Um, thank you to Nolan once again for joining on the pod. I know I kind of rushed him out of here. Threw him out. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, as okay. always, if you guys are listening and you guys are interested in football, he is a football fanatic and uh, Bradshaw is sometimes on that yep. podcast yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pick 6 Podcast, you guys can find it on Spotify, Apple Pods, and you know where else you guys can everywhere. find it. Yeah, pretty much anywhere else. Uh, good show. They just did their uh, 2018 NFL draft redraft, and it was pretty good. Cool. Lamar Jackson went number one. I mean, why not? Should be number one. Yeah. Best quarterback in the NFL. Okay, chill. <laughs> relax relax all right uh, we'll we'll fire off our football takes another day yeah. um let's talk about the san antonio spurs mm-hmm. the spurs are, uh, bad. are bad yeah they I'm lost sorry to cut you off but that's, that there's no other way to say it yeah they're bad yeah. they're just not good right now it was funny because when we were doing our whole thing where we learned about nba.com slash stats like oh, yeah. like when we were texting each other back and forth i told you that the spurs are number one in two point field goal percentage mm-hmm. and number two in, uh, and number one in two point field goal attempts mm-hmm. that's mainly because of lamar kiss lamar kiss yeah, lamar and demar mm-hmm. uh lamar kiss and De- Am I saying that Lamarcus right? Aldridge yes. and Lamarcus Aldridge. Lamarcus Aldridge and Demar. I don't know why that's such a tongue twister yeah, for me. But anyways, um, it's because of those two, yeah. right? And they've been the topic of conversation when it comes to trades mm-hmm. and, and seeing. Let's say if the Spurs want to kind of blow this thing up, they lost eight in a row for the first time under Pop, um, which just goes to tell you how good the Spurs have been over the past twenty years. I don't think it goes to show you how bad this team is. I yeah. think it goes to show you how good the rest of the other teams were. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, they got their first win against the Knicks, which is isn't telling much. That's not much of a win. <laughs> yeah. It should count as a half win. Also, the Knicks would have won that game. If you watch that game, yeah. the Spurs were up 20. The Knicks actually came back and made it a game. So it just goes to show you that this, this Spurs team is not very, very yeah. good. Um, what are some solutions? What, solutions? What, what, what can we do to help this Spurs team figure stuff out? Well, first, I want because you brought, brought up the two-point attempts. Yeah. I don't even think that's their biggest issue. What do you think it their is? Their biggest issue is their defense. Their okay. defense is terrible. They can't defend. I think they're twenty seventh or so in defensive rating. Mm-hmm. They're just awful. Like, and it's I I know uh, a mutual friend of ours, Caleb. He brought up that oh their defense went downhill once Demar got there. Your defense doesn't get that bad just because of one player. That's true. Demar doesn't help. No, Demar's been bad uh, a bad defender throughout his career. People give him a decent re- a reputation defensively. I don't know why, but he's never been a good defender. But it's it's just strange that they're not a good defensive team because they have solid defender. Dejounte Murray's a good defender. Derek White's a relatively solid defender. He struggled though so far. Yeah, this season. both both yeah. of those guys. Well, everyone on the team has pretty much, aside from like Bryn Forbes. Like they're starting Bryn Forbes now, and that's not good. Yeah. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge has always been kind of a solid defender on the post, but he has definitely lost a step defensively. 
So, I, I, that, to me, that's their biggest problem, and I don't know how you solve that. I don't know how you solve defense. I agree with you. I think the next thing to do with this Spurs team, especially because contracts are coming up, DeMar is going to have a player option at the end of this mm-hmm. year. you got to look for trades. Yeah, I think it's at that point where um, Pop and the Spurs have to accept that rebuild. Yeah, I, I, I that's the, yeah, that's kind of the one thing. I don't know if they ever really want to. R.C. Buford and, well, R.C. Buford's not there anymore. But They want to do a retool instead of a rebuild yeah, type of thing? I mean, if they're like me and uh, NBA 2K... There's an easy trade to kind of start the rebuild there. Well, Lamarcus for yes. Porzingis. For some reason, NBA 2K20 decided that was a fair trade that they could <laughs> offer me. Not a, I didn't even offer them. They offered that to me. Well, as anyways, um, yeah, you, I, I mean, I definitely add. Although for trading Demar, a pick and roll with Doncic and Lamarcus Aldridge would be fun. Yeah, but I, I don't think that'd make the Mavericks any better. No, no, it be pretty much the exact same. I think it'd be worse. I think they'd be worse. Defensively, yeah, too. Because I, yeah. Porzingis at least gets you a couple blocks a game. He's he's kind of there defensively, yeah, even he's... though Caleb will disagree with you on that. <laughs> um, the Spurs in general, they just don't seem like a team that can make the playoffs this year, especially with the Mavericks doing well, especially with like these fringe teams mm-hmm. in the West, like the Suns are doing well as yeah. well. The like, T-Wolves. Again, it's a long season, T-Wolves, yeah. It's a long season, we're only through an eighth of it, maybe, you know, two eighths, but I don't see them as a playoff team. My friend, uh, my friend has this thing for when there are teams that are getting hyped up before the season that haven't done well in a long time. It it, it crosses into other sports, realistically. I'm not going to bring up the teams, but he has a thing where, like, I'm not predicting you to make the playoffs until I see you until you, I see you actually make the playoffs, then I'll believe. And for and me, it's doing the opposite. The opposite yeah, it's like, I, I can't believe the Spurs are missing the playoffs yeah. or are a bad team until I actually, like, see it for a full season. Like, if we're into, like, m- not March, but if we're into, like, January, like, late January, early February, and they're still, like, in the bottom of the West, I'm like, okay. Something, there's there's something wrong with San Antonio So here. So when is that point for the Spurs? Like, I know us as, us as watchers of the NBA, we say that, but when is that point for San Antonio where they say, you know what, I don't think this season is going the way we expected it to. Let's see what our options are for LaMarcus. Let's see what our options are for DeMar or e- even, you know, the other players like let's say yeah Jakob and other just assets that they it's have probably coming up it's probably gonna be sometime in like mid-december uh, that would be is my, that too be soon though i mean if they have a lot of faith if they if they have faith that pop can turn this around and can get the get more out of the, the guys that he's already gotten uh maybe but i don't think this team really this team kind of is what it is like, i don't see anybody really taking it demar is what he is he's not going to get any better he's not going to start shooting threes again yeah Lamarcus is already declining a little bit, so he's not going to get any better. He might like maybe have a bit better of a season, but I don't think you're going to see a drastic improvement there. Maybe Dejounte Murray takes a step mid-season, but I don't know if that's enough to really drive them to a playoff spot or drive them to a point where they feel comfortable with this team going forward. But that's the thing you have to also think about is just going forward. Is this the group that you want going forward? Yeah, I don't. I don't think a group built around Rudy Gay, who I forget is on that team every day, <laughs> every single day. I loaded up 2K and I saw he was there. I was like, "Wait, who? Yeah. How did he? How did he get here?" Yeah. I don't think you, I don't think a team with Rudy Gay, Demar Derozan, and Lamarcus Aldridge is winning you a championship. And if that's not your goal as an NBA team, why are you doing? Why it? are you here? Like, right. what are you like? When the Bucks, I, don't, I bring everything back to the Bucks. When the Bucks had Brent Jennings and Monte Ellis. They were just spinning their wheels in eight seed because their owner refused to like. He wanted just those like few games of revenue. Yeah. 
If you're if your goal isn't to make to win an NBA championship, you shouldn't like own an NBA team. You shouldn't coach an NBA team. You shouldn't manage an NBA team. You shouldn't play in the NBA. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Spurs at this point are kind of like hanging on by a thread. Yeah, and they're hoping that they can continue this playoff success, this mm. kind of legacy that they've built for themselves. Um, in terms of trades, we were talking about the Celtics earlier. Mm-hmm. They have that pick that can potentially be a top five pick in the this year draft, sure. right? What if you do Lamarcus Aldridge? Nope. Why? I, you're, I, if I'm the Celtics, I'd much rather have that top five pick, or you can get something a lot better than Lamarcus Aldridge. I like. I, mm. I, I know you probably had more to the trade. Yeah. But that it started off with Lamarcus and the pick was involved. No, unless they're giving up like, like uh, what? If, what if you threw in like a Derek White? No. Really. You're, the the pick you can get the top the player you can get from that top five pick has the potential to be whatever impact you get from either of those two guys, or the or the potential player you can get later. I know that I, I mean like, win now though. If I know you're I thinking win like now Danny for the Celtics, Ainge. I know yeah. I sound like Danny Ainge, and I'm like, oh, let me just hoard the pick just in case I get you something do. good. Yeah, but like I just I know I, there's definitely a better trade out there than getting Lamarcus Aldridge. I know that I just feel like the Celtics are one guy away, and they have that they have that, that empty Lamarcus? they have that empty spot in the middle. Is that I know it's Lamarcus, not a though. I know, but I think I just think it could be better. I think that you can get somebody better than Lamarcus for that role. Like who? Who? Who that's available? That's the problem. I don't know who it right? is, but I I just don't think if you're gonna wait if you're gonna use that asset, you need to make sure it's gonna be something that like one you I think you need someone you can control. Like I could see Kevin Love. Maybe, but 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 then again, like, that's not really something you want to trade that pick for, either. right? Exactly, because it's also something you want to have control over. You want to have someone who can give you multiple years and long term, yeah. Yeah, and really, like I don't think this team's going to win a championship this year. The Celtics and for Demar, we already talked about it a couple of pods ago. Like, just send him to a bad team. Just send him to oh my yeah, send him to a bad team. Send him to like Charlotte. Oh, in two K, I sent him to Minnesota. Minnesota makes sense. Send him <laughs> oh, to uh, Charlotte. Send him to I don't know, like the Memphis. The Magic. Yeah. What, what if, if that you? That was the easy one. What if you get Iggy for tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there now. Um, why would the Why would the Spurs do that? Yeah. Uh, why would any team do that? Yeah. Um, from a team that is oh, on the downward slope to a team that is way, way, way slope? upward slope. They're, they're, have you ever skied upwards? No, you haven't, but this team has, and this is the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, they are. They are um, skiing upwards. Skiing upwards, yes. Listen, Luka Doncic <laughs> is not slowly, but very, very quickly taking over as my favorite player in the NBA. Wow. I know I said, like, Russell Westbrook is, is always guy. my guy. My I guy. I, do, I still don't understand why, but... It, it, it has a lot to do with OKC. Okay. And, and, like, I was kind of... I was... Not jumping on the bandwagon, but like he made me so excited, mm-hmm. right? And and I think that was a part of it. Doncic, in a lot of ways, is doing the same thing. Right. Um, he is so fun to watch. He is, yeah. I know we were talking about it off air earlier with James Harden, and oh my god, how how mind bought Like it's just hard to watch him play sometimes. And it's funny because you could kind of see that they play the similar way. A little like, bit, yeah. Um, and and Twitter was having a field day with that too. They're like, wow, so like this white guy plays the same way as James Harden. <laughs> he doesn't get hated as much as James Harden does when mm. he's doing it. Um, Luka Doncic is the greatest 20-year-old to be in the league. Say, I thought you were going to go so, I don't know. I thought you were going to say like greatest player in the NBA. No, he's not. I was like, well, relax. No. Um, oh, yeah, he is 100%. His per stats are unreal, though. He has the greatest per ever. PR. PR. Do I say... Per. I've heard people say per, and for me that's weird. Why? I'm used to people, um, when I hear per, I'm used to hearing like per game. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Well, I'm used to hearing it for averages, not for like that one stat. But I understand I understand why people would think that that's what it would be. Yeah. Um, Luca is a godsend from Europe, Jesus, wow. and uh, we've, we're all thankful 
that he is uh, in the NBA. Are we going to talk I, about how dumb? Sorry. Yeah, I, I was dumb? literally just about to say oh, okay, that. I can't believe how stupid Vlade Divac and hey, and not whoever. Just him, not just him. I know. And whoever the Phoenix Suns GM was yeah, at the time. I, I forgot not, his not name. Not even just him. The Atlanta Hawks, too. And the Atlanta Hawks hey, for Trae Young, trading. Trae Young looks nice, but you know what's dumb as hell? Donchich, you know what's dumb as hell? Using that pick you just got to draft Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. And you, and hey, you think whoa, it's like whoa. a... You said that was uh, Clay Thompson. Relax. <laughs> Relax. Sorry, no, no. I stopped you mid-rant. I want to hear where this goes. The fact that you do that yeah. is just the dumbest thing in the world. Uh, not only do you waste a pick in a draft that doesn't is, does, it's not deep at all. Like You really don't have any depth to the draft at all. But you pick a guy who has one of the worst upsides from a lot of people, not including me, but in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and then on the other hand, uh, you saw what a lot of people said about Luca before the draft. He doesn't have the quickness. He doesn't have the athleticism. He doesn't seem like he has that motor. He seems tired. Are you guys all stupid? Like, is is this really what's happening right now? Is the NBA scouting got to the point where they don't realize big talent? Like, is is that the deal now? Are we taking Trey Young over Luka Doncic? Although Trey Young is at a great season as well. He's killing it. He's getting triple doubles and everything like that. But his team is not in top five in the West. Mm-hmm. They're actually in the bottom five in the East. Yeah, I just uh, it's mind boggling, <laughs> dude. And you take DeAndre Ayton over him, and then you take, yeah. uh, and then Marvin and then for Bagley. the Kings, for the Kings, they said, you know what, man, we we can't have De'Aaron Fox and Luka Doncic share the ball. So you know what, we'll let you guys have him. That makes no sense to me either. That's silly. But, like, why not? First of all, why not be the first team to do that? Yeah. Have two guys who are absolutely amazing on the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, you've seen it before, like you said earlier, with like Chris Paul and James Harden, now Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Mm-hmm. Why not have that again? Yeah. Frustrated, man. <laughs> I was actually listening to um, Adrian Wojnarowski's podcast, and he had a panel. It was Jonathan Gavoni, the draft expert, uh, Tim McMahon, uh, Mavericks beat writer, and one of the ex-player personnel guys, uh, player development guys for the Mavericks. And they actually talked about it. It was all about Luca, like the whole podcast. You would love mm-hmm. it. It was just all Luca love for I the love entire it. time. I love it. And a lot of they were talking about why he fell. Like why did these teams not take him? And they brought up. They brought up uh, Vlade Divac. Oh, I think I did listen to a yeah. little bit of it. Okay, and they brought yeah. up Vlade, and they're like, he has the connection right yeah, there. Yeah, he's freaking half Serbian. He's half Serbian, <laughs> but apparently what the issue was, was he didn't like his dad. He didn't think a lot of his dad. He thought his dad was like an idiot or wow. something like that. And he was like, oh, so the apple doesn't far fall from the tree kind of thing. Wow. But it fell uh, extremely uh, far off the, like, just the furthest away off from the, the tree. Off the freaking cliff. Oh, yeah, yeah. not even close to the tree. Uh, and what, I'm trying to think of some of the other like they were locked in on Bagley. Apparently, I do. I do remember some of the stuff yeah. from the pod. Now, it, I think they were, what I mentioned, like the athleticism, yeah, they people. were locked in on Bagley right away. Apparently, also the other thing that they mentioned on that pod. Now you're bringing back everything. Um, Luca during the time where NBA scouts were going to yeah, watch so him was, was very up. tired. Yeah. Like he he was exhausted. He played 18 straight months of basketball. Yeah, that's tiring anyone out, let alone a 19 year old child. Literally, Marc Gasol is falling o- off his wheels right now just because he's played over yeah. a year of basketball. Exactly. I know he's 30, but whatever. Yeah, that's a, that's that's but it's the same thing. Yeah, it's going to tire anybody. Yeah, let alone if you're 30 or 19. And also our again, mutual friend of ours, Caleb, brought this up on his basketball podcast. You passed up on the guy. Who won the MVP of, of the, the second, second best, best league, league. Yeah. in the world? Yeah, you're like ah, no, 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 it's not gonna train, not gonna translate. Yeah, you're good there. Doesn't mean you're good here. But I mean, a lot of people consider it to be harder to score in in Euro league than NBA because, especially in the NBA now, teams are so focused on offense that 
there's so many rules now to help offensive players and everything like that. It's just a lot easier to score in the NBA right now. Um, you know, one thing that's been on my mind with LeBron getting to the end of his career, you know, year 17, we talk about it. Wash King. Wash King. Um, the NBA needs a new face. The NBA needs a new star. The The NBA needs someone else to levitate it or, or even hold it together like LeBron held it together for these past 17 years. And I think... And I think that the thing is, with LeBron in general, now we have a new face in the NBA. Mm. I, we can see Giannis becoming that face. Mm. We can see Luka being that face. We can even see an Embiid being that face. The thing is that now you look at it, right, and the future of the NBA is there. Mm-hmm. I was scared for a bit. I thought, man, after LeBron, what is the NBA going to turn into? Really? Well, yeah, just because I didn't know who was going to be the main face. Giannis who, is there. But is Giannis... Does does Giannis have that thing that people gravitate towards, like LeBron? Are we sure Luca has that? I think, I think he does. Honestly, like, I mean, I, that you, obviously you're a Bucks fan, right? No, so no, you're I know. You're going to no, say Giannis, I'm, but I'm but, also saying no. Not even just Giannis. There are other guys that you can point to in the NBA that are like that are like doing. I mean, obviously Luca is a little bit different. Luca's twenty years old now and yeah. really just having one of the like, as you said the greatest twenty year old season in NBA yeah. history. But I do. I still think there's something. I, I think it's those two. Yeah, honestly, I, th- I think I think it's not just one guy. Yeah, I don't think because it's hard. It's hard to say you're gonna have. There's another LeBron coming, and I know that's not what you're saying, but like another like, like type of player, like the the guy that you can just say his first name mm-hmm. and people will know who you're talking about. Giannis is one Giannis, of them, yeah, right? That's what, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's because that, that, especially after LeBron, you saw, but there's still guys like KD. Mm-hmm. I don't even think like there was a there was a Kobe, but I, I don't think Kobe. I don't I don't know if you'll agree, but I don't think Kobe's at the same level as LeBron in terms of that kind of. I would disagree. Yeah, no, you're well, you, yeah. I know you're a big Kobe guy. But also, even before LeBron, it was Kobe, right? So like, that's fair. But I, it, it's just hard to say that there's going to be one guy. Just the those the, guys don't come around very often. I agree with you. I like you know the thing is Zion, right? Mm-hmm. Z- and, Everyone and pointed to that. Yeah. That's a huge question mark because people thought Zion would be the guy to le- replace LeBron in that whole. Not not necessarily carry the NBA, mm-hmm. but just the the framework, the the state of mind of the NBA. When you think of the NBA, right off the bat, what name do you think of first? Right, right. You think, I mean, the, n- someone who's not a fan at all would probably say, "Oh, LeBron James." You know, yeah. um, that's that's kind of what I think of with Luca. It's gonna. I think that's. I think you can get there, but I again, it's just it's really really hard for me. To say there's someone who's gonna just take over that because I it's so rare I know to it's, see LeBron. Those it's, it's those, LeBron those players come around so very rarely yeah I'm trying to think of other guys too like Steph Curry people, uh, people Steph is to, one of them you yeah. point to Steph Curry a lot too yeah as the face of the for a little for a short period there he was like the face of the NBA absolutely yeah KD at, at a time has been the face of the NBA I I think it could be Giannis or Luca. I think it could be both, man. Yeah. You never know. What if a rivalry? Yeah, sorry, I wasn't up? trying to say it wasn't just. It wasn't like it, it was yeah, going yeah, to be I Giannis. I think. I, it was, I think it just Giannis should be considered in that as well. Because absolutely, no, I I, com- I completely agree yeah. with you. And like, it, it's it, it's a small thing, not even a small thing. It's a very big thing, but it's really cool that both of them are European players. That is very cool. Both and, of these guys aren't like they didn't grow up in America. They didn't get to watch NBA games all the time. 
but the the crazy thing about that is that that's the way the league is trending. The tr- mm-hmm. the league is trending international. They want to create league yeah. teams in Africa. They want to create teams in uh, in Asia and in India. They want to yeah. create leagues there. I know they want to create a team in Mexico City. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of things pointing towards expansion in the NBA. And Luca and Giannis can be the front of that, yeah. like the face of pretty much international basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of changes in the NBA, the NBA it's and Adam to Silver are trying to change pretty much everything. Um, <laughs> There was a proposal that came down. Adrian Wojnarowski pretty much reported it, saying that the NBA is looking to move from 82 games to 78 regular season games. Mm -hmm. They're also looking to add a 30-team in-season tournament. Oh, boy. These are all Ben Simmons' ideas, too. Yes. Bill Simmons, you mean? Did did I say Ben Simmons? (laughs) I got him on the the brain, you know? (laughs) No, it was his son. It was Bill's son. (laughs) You know his name's Ben. That's why I said it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's who said it. All right, fair enough. No. Uh, Sorry, yes, Bill Simmons. And uh, they also want to create pretty much a wild card playoff race between the 7th to 10th team in each conference. Um, Okay, first of all, your thoughts on pretty much all of those changes, and do you think... Uh, they want to implement them in the seventy fifth seventy fifth anniversary of the league, which would be in a couple of years. What do you think? I'm trying to f- figure out how to phrase this. I like the ideas. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should do it. Okay. It sounds. That it's, doesn't make sense. It's so gimmicky. Like it's it's cool to talk about and like banter and be like, or like oh I'm gonna make it on my league. I'll I'll like make a separate tournament and like two K. Yeah. I'll do like a wild card play. It sounds like something you could do in two K. But it sounds like something that should never happen in real life. It should interesting. It should not happen. I okay. I agree because, with the in season. So one of, and one of my big reasons for that mm-hmm. is being a fan of the NHL as well. One problem that NHL a lot of NHL fans, like people who are fans of the NHL, see in terms of growing the game is that there are so many things about it that are too complicated for casual fans to get behind. Okay, fair. The enough. fact that like the divisions are so I'm not going to explain it because we're talk about basketball. Yeah. But the way that they they set up their playoffs. It's confusing to people who don't watch. Who don't watch, they're like, "Why is this team playing this team when they're clearly the better team?" Mm-hmm. If you want to grow the game, you shouldn't be trying to make it harder for people to understand why you're doing why, like how things happen. It should. It, the NBA has it perfectly set up as it is. The only thing that you could probably change in terms of league setup, maybe go sixteen. To, maybe just go one, like, like just rank them one to sixteen for playoffs. That's the only thing I should think you should really change. I like the again. I like the ideas in principle. I think it's cool that they're thinking of this and they're trying to progress. Like the thing outside the box of how to make the league better. But if you're trying to grow the game and that's your main goal, and I think that is what the NBA's main goal is, I don't think you should be adding stuff like maybe an in-season tournament because that's not too complicated to follow. But it, it just seems like you're overcomplicating something that doesn't need to be changed. So you don't like the idea of a wild card, but you like the idea of an in-season tournament. I th- I think that one makes more sense. I think the wild card tournament just complicates like how teams make the playoffs and it complicates like for casual. It, it really for me, I just think if you're trying to grow the game and try to bring in new fans, mm-hmm. don't make this harder for them to learn. Keep it simple. I even like I don't even think the does this make the league better? Does a wild card thing make the league better? I don't think yeah, so. I know. And also, who wants to watch seven versus ten? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. No one's going out of their way to be like, oh, let, who were the seven? Who was the seventh seed last year? Uh, I think Orlando. Yes, it was, yeah, Detroit, Orlando. It was Detroit and Orlando. Who yeah. cares? Were you? Would you watch that? No. No. Who cares? Yeah. They're not going to beat them. Not, like what? What was the? What was it even for? So it's seven, eight play each other so for who? Seven, eight play each other for who's seventh, and yeah. then um, nine and ten play each other to see who faces eight. 
the loser of seven eight so dumb and then yeah pretty much yeah. why like I, again it's a cool concept if you're doing it in 2k like that's something you like mess around with and like oh let's see what happens yeah but in the real life nba the magic the pistons i think it was the hornets and the heat were the seven to ten last year right yeah none think- of those teams are beating the raptors or the bucks so who cares but on the west coast it makes more difference does it though yeah who's beating who's beating, who's beating the warriors last year no one. None of, none of 7 to 10 are beating the Warriors in the seven game series. But looking at it this year when it's more wide open, the best it team, changes things. The best team that got it, like the best team last year for that was the Clippers and they went to 6. The Clippers were the only team that could have pushed them and they tried. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is like now this year mm-hmm. with everything wide open, you might have a case for like let's say a Suns team making the 7 seed because of that mm-hmm. wild card scenario and then facing i don't know who would be the, the, the nuggets or the, the lakers? lakers are they beating the lakers in the seven game series no but let's say lakers finish first because they are first right now nuggets are, are second they beating the clippers nuggets are second right okay now. no but i'm saying like at the end like if we're like thinking like ahead to where we actually think are the, are the final standings right i mean if it's if it's the nuggets maybe but even then i still think that the nuggets are good enough that they can dispatch of them in six games max yeah, fair enough. I don't want to. I just. I don't. I don't sound like. You I think it's sound, like overcomplicating I things. Sound, yeah, I just sound like a pessimist. Where it's like, oh, who cares? Like, it's gonna, like, you're gonna knock them out in the first round anyway. Who cares? Like, why even bother? But that is kind of how the reality is. Like, why are you doing this? Right. Because like it, it just makes things way too complicated for people who are trying to learn about the NBA. And they're like, wait, we're at the end of the season, but the four teams that are near the pl- near the playoffs have to play each other to get in. Why doesn't the team with the best record just go ahead of the team that's three spots below them what happens say the say the suns finish in seventh mm-hmm. and they're five games ahead of the team in 10th right like a good amount ahead five to seven games ahead why does that team in 10th all of a sudden get to have go a up right to seventh? To, yeah, yeah, get, yeah or get a chance to go into the playoffs and they potentially could miss it yeah i get that because yeah. of like one game like what if, uh, what if i guess would, i guess it's trying to create excitement it is exci- that is exciting that is very exciting but it's also just way too complicated the in-season tournament is something i like because i, I feel too. like we don't give credit to regular season performances that's enough. what i I've, I've said that a lot actually I, so i think but the 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 other thing is you have to add an incentive to it because mm-hmm. if teams don't care about an in-season tournament yes. you'll see guys resting you'll see people load managing and maybe even coaches not pulling all of their strings when it comes to mm-hmm. a game that is the thing you have to be careful of right create an incentive for this maybe say hey um Top ten gets a guaranteed top ten pick in the. In, oh boy, in that's, the draft. that's too, or, much. That's I, too I much. I mean, that's some much. shit like that. You know much. what I mean? Like <laughs> because if you're doing top ten, then you're gonna say like then you could have like the Lakers getting a top ten pick, or even have it so that last year's non-playoff teams have a tournament. That's why I was I was literally just thinking I was trying to work that out in my head as you were talking. So like like, an, like an, uh, for college basketball, right. They have the main tournament, then they have the NIT tournament. Yeah, I that's fine with that. I'm fine with that. I don't know what you can do with it. But I don't know, like, what, like... TikTok presents the NBA <laughs> regular season award. It's <laughs> um, not, like, a separate thing at the end of the year, right? The yeah. non-playoff teams? Yeah. Ah, man. I just don't know, like, what incentive you give for that. I'm not doing anything draft-related. It would have to be something. Because but, no, but that puts a disadvantage of the team that's actually bad. But then you have to have something that creates a consequence for these teams. What about, like, you take out the bottom... This is already going way too far. Who you cares? relegate people? But- Go to Euro. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the EuroLeague teams over? No, like, what about... So, do you take out, like, the bottom five teams? How many teams is that remaining? 11? Yeah, because 16 teams missed the... No. Yeah, 16 teams... No. 14 teams missed the playoffs. Yeah. There we go. So, nine teams left. Have the nine teams that were not in the bottom five. So, you go from whoever missed the playoffs 
the the worst. Team so you're saying the, from like nine to twelve? Yeah, essentially, but okay. both conferences. Yeah, put them together, and that's how you determine the rest of the draft order. Draft order after the bottom five. Uh, even then, I don't even like that because yeah, the that's kind of weird. The best yeah. team that missed the playoffs might still be good. Yeah, but they obviously get a top ten. They get a top pick because the East is bad. Yeah, yeah. It's a good proposal. I don't know, maybe get some money or something. Yeah, it's probably just money related. It would have to be a money related incentive. Maybe like a mid level exception. We get a <laughs> mid level exception. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, a lot of stir excitement amongst fans. <laughs> Can't wait to get my MLE. Ooh, here we go. We can sign like I don't know JJ Barea in the off season. Uh, I don't want to disrespect JJ Barea like that. It's a, I, I it's a like good I proposal. Put, I feel like I put a downer on it because it is something exciting. It is yeah, fun, yeah. and I, again, I like that they're trying to think of fun things. For I the also league. like that they're thinking of reducing the amount of games. Yes, hundred. But also at the same time, you want to put an in season tournament. Yeah, which that's doesn't not, help that's at all. Counteracts it entirely. Yeah, fair enough. But I, would, I, again, no. But they said the the it would count towards regular season games. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, yeah, no. I guess that's just. I, I feel like I brought it. I, I, really brought this down it is supposed to be fun mm-hmm. and it is it is again it is fun I, it's cool to see them just trying to make the league better at any and any any way they can but if it's not reducing the games i don't care like just reduce the number i don't even think the number of games is that bad but no you got to change it but i, 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 I guess, think at some point the 82 has to go to like 70 that's okay maybe but it's I just uh, for me that's unfortunate because that changes records yeah i know that's that's the that's the boomer way of thinking. Is it? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Is it? No, I, I just wanted to piss you off. Oh, okay, no, I was gonna say. No, I was no. like, wait, what? <laughs> no, I, I think, I think you're right. Like, that's that's a main point when it comes to changing the. Yeah, because the, then no one can really pass records. Yeah, so you, then you have to like adjust. Yeah. And then you'll say like, oh, Luka Doncic, if he was playing 82 games, he would be averaging like exactly, 45 points right? per game, bro. Yeah. Um, that's tough. Anything else you want to add? Just stop every every league NHL. MLB, stop changing things. NBA, NFL, just stop, stop. Like you're making it complicated. Like what? Like with baseball, you're adding pitch clocks and things. Stop. I know the games are long, but Jesus, <laughs> stop trying to like make find ways to like change how the playoffs work in every league. Who cares? <laughs> just stop. stop. Just stop. Stop it. <laughs> you're traumatizing me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stop listening. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> always listen. <laughs> always listen. Um, as always, follow us at the Shoot Your Shot Pod, and uh, make sure you guys are you know hitting that notification button. You know, drop a review if you guys are listening all the oh, way yeah. through like this. If you guys are, if you guys are, I don't know how many minutes into this podcast. At this point, you should probably be reviewing us <laughs> and letting us know how we're doing. So, as always, thank you very much for listening, and have a good one. Take care. Stop. Shoot your shot, hey, come on now, shoot your shot, hey, come on, two, shoot your shot, hey, come on now, shoot your shot, shoot it, 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 shoot it,